Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. Right, we're here uh, doing a forage forum at the Farm Progress Show, and with me is Leo Brown. And Leo, what's your title with Pioneer? Livestock Information Manager for the Heartland Business Unit. Okay, well, we're going to talk about fall management, uh, fall alfalfa management, and uh, how important it is for next spring's growth and the harvest potential. So, Leo, what uh, what factors should a producer consider when they're evaluating the state of their alfalfa crop? Well, there's probably a number of things, Cindy, but first off, I would say fall is definitely the best time to make the assessment for do you want to keep that alfalfa crop for the following year because you can take a look at the health of the stand and how it's doing in the fall and have a good idea of what will happen then for the following spring. Sure, you don't know what's going to happen with regards to winter kill and and, and possibly icing situations in the spring, and, and that's always a consideration that could, could change things. But still, to know where you're at when you finish the fall is, is, is great. And you'd want to make sure that, that you, first of all, you take a look at your, uh, your fertilizer recommendations, that you follow the university or your, your local uh, fertilizer supplier's recommendations for how much potash and, and potassium that you have on, on your fields based on the, um, uh, yield goals that that you want um, that'd be number one number two you'd be taking a look at how many plants and even more important how many of the um, stems are in a per acre area to make sure that you've got enough to give you a good crop the following year and and assuming that you did not that it was time to rotate that crop out while killing it with a roundup and some some other herbicides to take care of all the other weeds in the fall, it's a good good thing to do because it makes it easier to work that field up come spring and plant it at that point in time then. Well, so if a producer then is going to keep their alfalfa crop for another year, then what type of nutrients do they think they should be applying during the fall or, or other management uh, for optimum spring production? Well, there's two things that people really think of. They should have enough potassium in there and, and potash. That would be the, the first part, you can add that to the soil across the top of the existing alfalfa stand and and you can um, uh, have a healthy crop for the following year that can give you good good yields. The other thing that people think of is the what the pH of the soil is. Well once once you have an established alfalfa stand, there are there are soluble limes that you can spray across the top that will trickle down and get into the upper layers of the soil that will do a little bit of good, but that's a lot more expensive than, say, just doing it right when you establish the, the alfalfa field in the first place. Well, uh, one of the things that we talked about last fall was um, the hybrid selections for, for the best silage quality. Uh, we were talking specifically about alfalfa, but we're looking at silage crops for the, for the coming year. What, what are some of the uh, hybrid selections you might recommend for them? Well, what I would say, if, if they're going to be putting in corn uh, for silage, they would want to look at what are their needs overall, what are they going to be feeding it to. Assuming if it's going into a dairy and a high-lactating uh, herd sort of thing, you'd want to make sure that you had something with good starch levels as well as good fiber digestibility. They're both important and, and, and expensive to do without because you give up milk production. Um, the same things would kind of be true for any other of the livestock enterprises because at the same time that while you're looking at what the feed needs are for the, the animals that you're feeding, you're also trying to make as much milk per acre or beef per acre or meat per acre, you would say, um, as you can. So you'd want to make sure that you look for hybrids 
that were agronomically sound for your area and that each field, and when we talk about the right product on the right acre, uh, there couldn't be anything more true here than, than doing that for silage. As you interact with growers here at the, the Farm Progress Show, what, what kind of questions do you get from producers about their forage needs? A lot of them are concerned about what's the best timing for harvest, whether it's alfalfa for each crop or if it's corn in the fall. Of course, right now we've got corn silage coming about real soon. We've got some areas that that had some drought-like uh, conditions here in midsummer to later that the crop is moving along faster. And so in most of those areas, they probably need to be ready as of what I'm recommending, probably a week or two earlier than what they would normally consider because of that drought making things uh, happen much quicker. Even before they'll ever see a milk line, the corn could really be too dry to make good corn silage, so they need to be considering things like that. All right, very good. Thank you very much. That's Leo Brown with Pioneer at the Farm Progress Show 2009 in Decatur, Illinois. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.